This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. It's the second week of Advent and we're going a little bit Bavarian as Roland Brunner, our licensed lay minister, takes us on a guided tour of the Bavarian way of approaching Advent. New beginnings. It's finally Christmas. From out of the forest I now appear to proclaim that Christmas tide is near. For at the top of every tree are golden lights for all to see. And there, from heaven's gate on high, I saw the Christ child in the sky. These are the first few translated verses from Theodore Storm's Christmas poem, which every single child in Germany has and had to learn by heart, me included. It is long, it is difficult to remember, but it is essential for that very moment when the child is being confronted with either Saint Nicholas or Father Christmas or whatever Christmas authority. It is one of those Christmas out of jail cards that should help to convince that one was a good child. Germans celebrate Christmas on the 24th of December, the last day of Advent. Reason enough to include this into my podcast this week. In Germany, Christmas is an ideological mess. The country is split into two fractions. The ones who expect Father Christmas to bring the presents and the others who get them delivered by the Christ child, the Christkindle. Not exactly the baby Jesus, as the literal translation would suggest, but an angel look-alike Christmas spirit. What is behind this split? If you listened to Tuesday's podcast where I talked about St. Nicholas, you already know that in Bavaria and other parts of Roman Catholic Germany and Austria, children will get small presents from him on the 6th of December. Over the last few centuries, St. Nicholas has turned into Father Christmas. Children who aren't being visited by him early in the month will get the honors in the evening of the 24th. Those are mainly North Germans. As a management consultant, I can only explain this as some sort of division of labor and sharing the heavenly logistical burden. In the South, as people there also want presents on Christmas Eve, will get a visit from this Christ child, the Christmas spirit. The paradox there is, this is a Lutheran invention, as Martin Luther was opposed to having a minor saint deliver presents for Christmas. And what we have now in Germany is, in the predominantly Lutheran north, a Roman Catholic derivative of a saint with white beard delivers presents, and in the mainly Roman Catholic south, a Lutheran Christmas spirit will do the job. And you all think us Germans were logical and efficient. Well, 
we might be good at building cars, but Christmas is a mess. In order to shed some light on this mess, let me explain how Christmas works for us Bavarians, hence how it works for me. On the 24th, in the early afternoon, a Christmas tree will be put up in the sitting room and decorated by the adults, whereas children would ideally be somewhere outside the house playing with friends or whatever one really can do to distract them. Having a tree before the 24th is strictly taboo. And then, once it's all done, the tree is up, the presents are underneath, the sitting room door will be locked. Of course, this is the unofficial version. The official one is this. The sitting room door will only be opened again when the Christmas spirit has personally delivered the tree and put the presents underneath and left the premises. For this, windows are usually unlocked, just to ensure access can be granted. In the meantime, a goose, potato dumplings and red cabbage are being prepared, and the whole family is waiting for this Christ child whilst enjoying dinner. This is not always easy for us children, and the question was always, how on earth would we know whether the tree and the presents had already been delivered? You might say, why didn't you look into the room to check? Well, it is more difficult than that. In case one sees the Christ child in action, the poor thing would be so shocked and take everything away, tree and presents. This included looking at it from the keyhole. Oh my, how drawn was I to that keyhole and yet also scared I'd see it running the risk of an empty Christmas. Even citing my poem would not help. But amazingly enough, right after dinner, a grown-up of the family was allowed to check. It was all clear and presents were under the tree. There is a German word for this very moment that only exists in my mother tongue. It is Bescherung and can be translated as giving of presents, but actually includes that moment from when the living room door was opened and the room prepared for Christmas. And why in the evening of the 24th, and not like the rest of the world on the 25th? My theory of division of labor comes back into mind, but in reality it is the impact Martin Luther had on the nation. Jesus, the very present from God to us faithful human beings, was born in the evening before Christmas Day. And in order to commemorate this event, we are still getting presents during that very evening from God, delivered by Father Christmas or the Christmas Spirit. But regardless how we celebrate it and what we make of it, what traditions we had and what stories we tell, quintessentially, Celebrating the birth of Christ 
is the ultimate raison d'être of Advent. Having waited and prepared for four weeks, we are finally ready to receive the ultimate gift from God, Jesus. Let me conclude my Advent podcasts with the last few lines of that poem I read earlier on. The Christ child spoke, then that's all right, my loyal servant, go with this night. From out of the forest I now appear to proclaim that Christmas tide is here. Now speak, what is there here to be had? Are there good children or are there bad? And with that, we conclude our exploration of Bavarian Advent and Christmas. You can join us next week for more podcasts, and you can search on SoundCloud and Spotify for other podcasts from the team at St. Paul's Knightsbridge.